podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Two games out of the three scheduled for London this season have now been played. And what a fantastic occasion it was at London's Tottenham Hotspur Stadium this past Sunday afternoon when we witnessed the Buffalo Bills go head-to-head with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Another record attendance for an NFL game, this time at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. 61,273 fans were on hand to witness the Jags taking down the Bills. And I've got to say, all credit to the Bills Mafia. Your fans turned out in force. The Bills were the designated home team. It sounded like a Bills stadium there on Sunday. But unfortunately for you and the team, it was the Jags who walked away with a big W. Two games, two wins, creating history back-to-back. The first team ever to do so in London for NFL regular season games. They now head back stateside with a 3-2 record this season, as do the Bills slipping back to 3-2. I was fortunate enough to be on hand with NFL Network covering that one, as I will be this Sunday as well, when the Titans and Ravens go head-to-head once more at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It promises to be another classic. It's been a, a good five weeks so far. You can certainly say that in the NFL, and it's beginning to settle down now. The San Francisco 49ers against the Dallas Cowboys, that was meant to be the game of the week in week five. The 49ers showed who were the class of the NFC. The Philadelphia Eagles, they're winning. It's not pretty, but they're winning. They win on the road again. And the Miami Dolphins, it's a track meet every time that offense takes the field. They are truly entertainers. So let's turn the page onto week six in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Well, welcome along to the show. This is Graves on Gridiron. I am your host, Richard Graves. Quick uh, look back, if you like. If you're new joining the show, it's very simple, the format we take each week. We look at the slate of the games, pick three, look at the line set by the odds makers, and then break those matchups down and uh, decide whether or not we think the lines are good, bad, or maybe they've got them spot on. Sometimes it does happen. One and two against the line. We were on the show last weekend. The Detroit Lions handily taking care of the Carolina Panthers. I thought it would be a tight scoring game on Sunday night football, but the San Francisco 49ers had other ideas about that one as well. So we're looking to get back to winning ways in week six, and we will start with that third game in a row, back to back to back, At London's Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the Ravens and the Titans are in the UK to do battle. And both teams looking to bounce back after disappointing week five outings, both on the road. The Ravens could be coming here in sole possession of first place in the AFC North. The fact they aren't doing that and the fact that they are second behind the Pittsburgh Steelers will be a source of some disappointment in Baltimore because they suffered a second half meltdown in that divisional game in Pittsburgh last weekend. It was a game they led 10-0 and then found ways to lose that game. Um, The Titans have come here with an 0-3 record on the road. They do have two wins this season, both coming in Nashville. The good news for them is that they are the designated home team going into this weekend's game. The bad news, of course, is it's, it's not in Nashville. This game's been played in London. Um, There will be plenty of star power on display as well. It's worth pointing out, of course, for the Ravens, you have Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham Jr., the young rookie uh, sensational receiver, Zay Flowers. Certainly looking forward to seeing him in action this weekend. For the Tennessee Titans, 
a couple of big-name veterans. Derrick Henry at running back, DeAndre Hopkins at wide receiver. You suspect both those guys will need to show up and show up big this weekend for Tennessee to win this one. Uh, but both teams have fundamental issues to resolve going into this matchup as well. For Baltimore, it's about doing the basics right. Uh, I spoke about them having any number of opportunities to put that game against Pittsburgh to bed last weekend. Simply, they have to execute better. Um, you know, you've got to remember, two weeks ago, they were down several starters. They went into Cleveland, again, another AFC North divisional rival, against one of the better defensive units in this league, and they handled the Cleveland Browns. Looked impressive get, coming away with the win. And yet last weekend, some of those key players that had been missing the week before, they came back into the team. Um, but it's a team that suffered dropped passes. Um, they missed assignments. Special teams springs to mind with, with that block punt through the back of the end zone. Uh, they turned over the ball in critical situations as well, fumbling it away, an interception in the end zone thrown by Lamar Jackson when he was looking for Odell Beckham uh, as well. It, they allowed the Pittsburgh Steelers to hang around in that game. And in the NFL, if you allow that to happen, you're, you're likely to get bit on the backside. And that's exactly what happened in this matchup with Kenny Pickett finding George Pickens down the right-hand sideline. He goes in for a 40-plus yard touchdown score. And the, the Steelers didn't look back after that. TJ Watt taking over with the fumble recovery that effectively iced the game as well. So simply put, for the Baltimore Ravens heading into this matchup, they do have to execute better. For the Tennessee Titans, they've got to be able to run the ball. It seems a little bit strange saying that about a Mike Vrabel's side with Derrick Henry in the backfield. Um, but they didn't do it very well against Indianapolis last weekend. In fact, Derrick Henry was held to just 43 yards on the ground from 13 carries. And he admitted after the game, I have to be better than that. There was a fourth and one situation in the fourth quarter on the Colts' five-yard line. Tennessee were trailing 17-13. You've got to convert that. He got stuffed. He never got um, the, the first down to the first down marker. And that was really symptomatic of the way things panned out for this offense last weekend. Hopkins had a big game, went over 100 yards, didn't find the end zone. It wasn't good enough. What maybe was even more concerning for, for Vrabel and this defense is that they've got a proud record in def def defending the run. I think they'd gone 10 straight games without conceding 100 yards total on the ground to any opponent, 20 games without um, giving up 100 yards to anyone rusher. Well, both those records uh, went up in a puff of smoke last weekend. Zach Moss had a day capping it off with a 56-yard TD run untouched into the end zone. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts ran for 193 total yards on the ground. You have to believe that that hurt the pride of this Tennessee Titans uh, defense. And Derrick Henry perhaps put it best in his post-game comments when he said, look, as a team, we've been too up and down this season. We have to do better. That starts with the leaders. He pointed the finger at, at himself. Uh, they have decided they won't travel to London for this one until Friday morning. The Baltimore Ravens got into town earlier in the week. Uh, late Monday evening. They've had time to acclimatize to the time difference uh, and everything that goes with that. Um, look, they have a ton of talent on, on this offense. It starts with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. They have playmakers in the skill positions as well. And the Titans have given up 23 points or more in three of their five outings this season, while the odds makers have set the, the line for Baltimore Ravens points in this game at just 19.5. 
I've been scratching my head a little bit. I don't really understand that. I think that that the Ravens, well, I, I like the Ravens to win this game first and foremost. But if they're going to do that, they're definitely going to score over 19 and a half points. Um, I expect them to put right a lot of the mistakes we saw in Pittsburgh last weekend when time and time again, they got themselves into scoring positions and didn't convert. Don't expect that to happen this weekend. If they get into those positions, they will put points on the board. So take the Baltimore Ravens to cover and score at least 19 and a half points in this game. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers traveling to the red-hot Miami Dolphins. They suffered a setback a fortnight ago when they lost in Buffalo. They bounced back last weekend. They are 13.5-point favorites going into this game. You remember last weekend, it was the Panthers in Detroit with the Panthers as 9.5-point underdogs. I had no hesitation in taking the Detroit Lions to to win and cover that spread. They did so handily. Look, it is a struggle right now in Carolina. You've got a rookie quarterback trying to find his way in the NFL. You've got a new head coach there trying to overhaul a team, and they're off to an 0-5 start this season. Possibly the last team you would like to see next up on the schedule are the Miami Dolphins, this season's Miami Dolphins. Every time that offense takes the field, it is like a track meet. I saw a stat earlier this week that said that the seven top speeds reached by offensive players uh, this season through the first five weeks, all seven belonged to a member of this Miami Dolphins team. Um, they didn't let up last weekend against the New York Giants, a team struggling themselves. They won that game 31-16. They are ruthless. You look across the field uh, and you just wonder how on earth the Panthers can match up with, with the, this uh, Miami Dolphins offense. Um, even when... Tua Tungavailoa didn't quite get the play call last week. He comes out in the post-game locker room comments and says, well, I didn't really receive um, the play call, so I looked at what was in front of us on the field and called my own play. What happened? Tyreek Hill goes searing down the right-hand sideline and he's in for another touchdown. Um, It's one of those games where if Carolina are to even come close to, to causing an upset, they literally need everything to go right and every break to go their way. Um, this weekend. If it doesn't happen, this is likely to get ugly and it'll get ugly fast. Um, the game is being played, of course, in Miami. And if the, the Dolphins get their noses in front early, then you have a situation and a scenario whereby you've got a young rookie quarterback chasing the game. And if that's the position Bryce Young finds himself in this league, bad things are going to happen. Offensively, Carolina go into it they, they rank 20th or worse in all major offensive categories. You are going to have to put points on the board if you are going to keep up with the Miami Dolphins. Defensively, the, the Panthers rank fifth against the pass. That's great. They haven't come up against an offense and a passing offense, more particularly like the Miami Dolphins this season. That will be tested in this encounter. Again, a bit like their trip to the Detroit Lions last week. I don't think this one's close. 13 and a half points on the spread seems a big number. Not for this Dolphins team. Take the Miami Dolphins to win. Take them to cover at minus 13 and a half points. Okay, it's time for Graves' big question of the week. We've already seen two games being played in London. This weekend's matchup between the Tennessee Titans and the Baltimore Ravens will be the 36th regular season matchup to be played in London. There's been some memorable encounters 
down the way. There's been some big wins, big upsets. The Baltimore Ravens this weekend are in town. The last time they were here, they lost heavily at Wembley to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they've been tied scores as well. If you've been to some of them, if you've been to all of them, I want you to get in touch and tell me exactly of the 35 previous London regular season matchups in the NFL, which is your favourite and why. Get in touch on Twitter, Richard Graves one on Instagram, RDG Media UK, or simply go onto Facebook and get involved in the conversation on Graves on Gridiron there. But I want to hear from you. We'll read out the best answers next week. Graves on Gridiron. Okay, the third and final matchup selected from the week six slate of games takes us to the Buffalo Bills. Fresh off defeat at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium last Sunday, they now entertain the beleaguered New York Giants. The Giants come into town with a 1-4 and four record, taking on the Bills with their 3-2 and two record. The Bills, unsurprisingly, heavy favourites going into this one. 13.5-point favourites, according to the line offered by the oddsmakers. Um, it was a costly and disappointing trip to London. That goes without saying. Um, for the Buffalo Bills, you've got a Giants team, though, that are in free fall right now. Um, as Upsetting as that defeat Buffalo suffered last week, which surely was, the, the loss of all-pro linebacker Matt Milano will have hurt them much more, I, I'm sure. Um, on the other side of the ball, the Giants will point to getting a little bit healthier. I think you should suspect or expect that uh, Saquon Barkley will be healthy and good to go this weekend. Um, last weekend, in his absence, they really had no answers to Miami's explosive offence. Um, and now you've got to follow that up against the Buffalo Bills and the explosive offense that they bring with them uh, as well. Uh, look, the New York Giants ranked dead last in total offense, in passing offense, they're 31st, in points scored, they're 31st. They average just a paltry 12.4 points a game. And we've got to wait to see if Daniel Jones is good to go at quarterback um, in this one, having left the Miami defeat early with a neck injury. Um, put that in contrast to this week's opponents, the Buffalo Bills, who prior to last weekend had scored 123 points in just three games. That's 41 points a game on average. It's, it says something that they put up 20 last weekend in defeat and they were disappointed. It'll come as no surprise that they rank in the top four in overall offense, passing offense, points scored this season. Uh, and what will add to the fear that the New York Giants may well have going into this one is that the Bills also lead the league in defense when it comes to 13 takeaways this season. The Giants ranked 22nd in the league, having turned the ball over eight times. Remember, the last time Buffalo lost was week one in New York against the Jets. What happened? They bounced back the very next week, back on home soil, with a handy 38-10 win over the Las Vegas Raiders. Last weekend, they lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. This weekend, they're back on home turf against a New York Jets side that cannot put points on the board. I would not be surprised if we see a similar scoreline again, certainly in terms of an outcome this weekend. Oh, and by the way, when it comes to covering the spread this season, the New York Giants are 0-5 against the line. Uh, look, it's a no-brainer, folks. Take the Buffalo Bills, take them to win big, take them to cover at minus 13 and a half points. Okay, well, it's almost time to head down to London to cover this game again. I will be there um, as part of the team for NFL Network just to recap the three games selected this week. 
Of course, we start in London. The Ravens and the Titans going head-to-head. Take the Ravens to score at least 20 points in that one. Then it's the Panthers against the Miami Dolphins. No-brainer. The Dolphins win and win big. They'll cover at minus 13 and a half points. And we finish with the Buffalo Bills hosting the New York Giants. Again, I don't see this one being close. Take the Bills to cover at minus 13 and a half points. As always, I remind you, this is about fun, enjoying the game, and having something to keep an eye on during those games. Make sure you keep it that way. Let's hope we go 3-0 for the second time in three weeks. We'll get back to winning ways. Fingers crossed, folks. And until next week, so long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network.